This is going to be my last official podcast episode in the 200s. Episode 299 brought to you by a very giddy and eager, enthusiastic host. It's me, Chelsea Joe. I know there are way more than 300 episodes that you can scroll through, but for some reason, the official number of 300 will be coming very, very soon, and it has me unbelievably excited. And for that reason, I've decided to come to you here in this episode with something extremely fun. Every once in a while, well, it's not actually every once in a while, it's pretty much my whole life now is scrolling Pinterest for all of the home things because we are doing the thing. We are getting a new house and we're having so much fun with that and uh, every once in a while, because we are constantly pinning to our ChelseaJoe.co Pinterest page. It feeds me with other ideas and I'm always like, oh my gosh, that'd be so fun to talk about. And that would be so fun to talk about. And that would be so fun to talk about. And this is actually an episode that was inspired by that. And I'm really looking forward to sharing with you the 12 things that not only do I think that you should have in your home, but what I currently have in my home to keep me super organized as a work from home mom. There is a lot going on between juggling the time that I need to spend with my kids and to spend cooking and to spend cleaning and hanging out with friends and serving my family and supporting my spouse and running a business along with all of the extra things that pop up. And so I need to be insanely organized to not be chasing my tail, putting out fires and wanting to cry by the end of the day. That is what this episode is all about. If you're looking for a quick list of 12 things that you need and you can go and put in place right now, most of them, you don't even need any money to do it. You can DIY most of the things that I am going to be sharing with you today, as I have done for many years. Uh, You can also run to the dollar store, Walmart, Target, maybe even the container store. Who knows what I got coming at you today. You're going to have to jump inside of this episode to find out more. So no matter what your budget is, no matter how much time you do or don't have, I promise there are a few things that you're going to be able to take away from the list that I am bringing to you. So what do you say? Let's get started with today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me, and this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock-solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, Then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. I am not entirely certain what kind of celebration we are going to be doing over here as we roll over into the official 300th episode here on the podcast. But what I do know is that I will be celebrating and I hope you do too. I just want to say thank you for popping your earbuds in and sharing this experience with me over 300 soon to be episodes. I'll probably thank you again in the next official episode, but I'm just feeling really, really grateful as I get to navigate 
a challenging season in my life and still continue to show up here, leaning on my systems in a real gangster kind of way. I mean, the systems have literally been my lifeline um, in every way, shape, and form from my business to my home, my marriage, the way that I parent, how I keep my car clean, (laughs) how we're moving, literally everything. And I'm really, really enjoying the privilege and the honor to be able to share all of those systems with you here. So what are some of the things that I use in my own life to keep me organized that I think would be beneficial to you? Well, here's a list of 12 things. I'm going to go through these and give you just a real quick look at each of them. There's 12 of them. So I'm like, okay, Charles, if you could only spend a minute on each one, that's 12 minutes. So we've got a really, (laughs) we have really got to keep this dialed in and I cannot go on a tangent with you today. We have got to stay focused. So you know how this goes, get your pen and paper. And I want you to write number one through 12 on your paper today. We don't do this very often. I'm going to see if I can actually get through this list without bending your ear on any one specific topic for too long. Anyway, first and foremost, number one, what do you think I'm going to say? This is the number one thing. That is why it is in spot number one. The rest of them are not in any prioritized order except for number one. And it is a paper planner. Number one thing that you need to keep in your home in order to keep yourself organized is a paper planner. Obviously, I'm a big fan of the Horatio Printing Planner, and you can check out all of that information um, over on my website. You can go to HoratioPrinting.com. You can, there's just endless ways to, to view what my planner looks like all inside of my Facebook group. So just get yourself a paper planner, please. It is the foundation of everything that I teach here and everything that I do in my own life. Number two, under the sink, pull out drawers. And these are the kind that you do not have to use a screwdriver. (laughs) You do not have to have someone put anything fancy in. You don't have to like do anything really complicated. They just are these like freestanding units that you slide into the like whatever sink you have. I'm talking every single sink that you have. You should have these underneath it. If you are opening underneath your kitchen sink or opening your bathroom sinks, any vanity that you have, and you don't have little caddies that like, so mine have two tiers and you can pull them out. And so everything all the way to the back of that long, dark cave of a cupboard down below, obviously your kitchen cupboards should definitely have these, but these are different. I'm talking about like under sinks and here's the cool thing is typically you can get them to go really high on the left and the right side of your, like where the actual vessel is for the sink. I, once I found some that fit into my bathroom, I've been obsessed. Like I will never go back ever, ever, ever again. I just struggled for so many years. I tried boxes. I tried bins. You can even, depending on what size your sink is, you can, just type this into Pinterest. There's so many different options. I bought one from the container store and I bought the cheapest one that they had. And it's like a wire frame and it has these two plastic like caddies that pull out on 
racks. They're like drawers, right? But it's completely open so I can see everything all the way in there. And then some people like to use those super, super, super inexpensive little drawers that are all built inside of a unit and you can't see inside them until you pull it open. Those are okay too, but I've noticed that that is just better suited for smaller items and maybe things that you have in bulk and you don't need to use it on a regular basis. The ones that I have that are open, like I can, all of my hairspray and my dry shampoo and the 15,000 products that I put on my hair and I have curling irons in the bottom one, the drawer, it just like pulls out. There's so many things. So I have all my hair stuff on one side. I have all my face stuff on the other side. And on the bottom left, I have all of my little like all the extra things that I keep, you know, like the face masks, you know, all the things. And then on there, it's kind of like a random thing, but not so random because I don't really like a junk drawer. It's not like the junk drawer, but it's like, you know, and then on the right hand side, I have my blow dryer fits in one. And then I have two curling irons that fit there. And they're kind of like the ones that I don't use as often. Anyway, absolutely, absolutely recommend them. Number three, drawer dividers in all caps of every kind. Anywhere that you have a drawer, the drawer should have dividers in it, period. Every single drawer in your house, every single drawer. I don't care if it is a chest of drawers, if it's a dresser, right? My girls' dressers, they have dividers in them to keep their clothes upright, especially if they're massive. And, you know, like the athletic clothes, they like flop all around. And if, you know, she goes through all of her pants, then all of her t-shirts start to fall over. And like, so you want to get dividers in every single drawer. And here's the thing, you can totally DIY this for the longest time. And even still in Bailey's bedroom, I just use cardboard. So old cereal boxes will do, um, but actual like corrugated cardboard, like from a box that you get from Amazon, you cut it to size. And then I've, I literally have one of these in one of my kitchen uh, refrigerator drawers on the side of the door. I needed it to be cut in half so that all of my bars, my refrigerated protein bars would stand upright. They kept falling over. So I needed something to hold them upright. So you just take duct tape or I like to use book tape or packing tape. It's clear and then you don't see it at all, <laughs> which who cares if you can see it because I have a piece of cardboard in there. Like it's not aesthetically pleasing, but it works so stinking well. Uh, and you just tape both sides of it at both ends of it. So you tape from the cardboard to the actual like drawer on the inside and the outside on both the left and right. And then it just stays there for eternity. And it's magical. You definitely should be doing that. Obviously, they make drawer dividers like gangbusters. Ikea is my favorite place to get them. Um, they have them for pots and pans. They have them for everything. It doesn't matter what you got going on over there, you can find drawer dividers to fit. It's kind of like a puzzle though. You have to like get them and sometimes you can just find individual ones that are just like a long rectangle and you can piece them all together. Go have fun. It's a blast. <laughs> I honestly used to, I would take my old Ziploc and one of my drawers still has them in it. Actually, it has all of our rubber bands in it. I used to keep my Ziploc Way back when I was using Ziplocs, that tells me how old that 
container is in there, that little box. And I just cut the top out of it. You can cut down a cereal box too, and you can tape them together and you can build your own dividers if you don't want to go out and buy them. You can also get some really neat ones from the dollar store that are plastic. That is no longer a dollar. Actually, it's not the dollar store anymore. So options are endless there depending on what your budget is, but it's like a real hard and fast rule that you should 100% of the time be dividing out your drawers. Okay, number four is labels. One of the things that helps keep my house organized and helps me become super efficient is labeling things. I label a lot of stuff, um, especially whenever I first start out trying to organize and implement a system somewhere. There's a lot of labeling that's going on, and so I definitely would recommend using Like when I started, masking tape is really cool because then you can remove it whenever you're like, oh shoot, that really isn't the best place for that. Um, I have masking tape and duct tape in my freezer. (laughs) Like it just, so that I knew where we were putting things for a while until it became second nature to me. My kids' clothing drawers are labeled Like literally everything is labeled around here and it helps other people know where things go so that they can have autonomy when putting things away. Like all of your kids' toy bins, like everything should be labeled. And if you don't have readers that you can label with pictures and sometimes that's helpful for everybody. Number five are risers in your pantry. So wherever you have a really deep shelf, you should definitely have risers in there. I have one for my spices Um, It's really great to have for your cans. And while I'm kind of on this subject of like risers, another really neat thing that I've seen people do that you should definitely try is in the corner of your pantries to put a Lazy Susan. It's not my favorite thing, but that's just because I kind of have shallow shelves in my corner. And so it didn't really work out super well for me. But in my pantry and anywhere you have deep shelves or depending on what you're putting there like my shelves aren't deep but a spice bottle you can fit like four of them back on this little shelf and so I needed a riser to be able to see so anytime you are stacking things behind itself behind each other you definitely want to have a riser for them and that most of the time I feel like is most applicable inside of your pantry. Number six, clear bins in your fridge. I've always been, um, I guess, intimidated by these professional organizers. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't talk about this on my show. How could I ever talk about this? I don't have clear bins in all of my organized spaces. I have baskets, I have buckets, I have cardboard cereal boxes. What are we even talking about? I have the container that my, you know, my my peaches came in from the farmer's market and it's like this sturdy, like this sturdy box crate thing, you know, like I just would use anything to get my stuff compartmentalized. And then I realized, you know what? It's totally fine. I can talk about this stuff. And then one day I slowly but surely started switching over to clear bins one by one by one by one. And I will definitely say if you are going to start this and you feel that pressure like I did, you are going to want to start this in your refrigerator. It is a game changer to have super clear bins inside of your refrigerator. You will love me and thank me. Number seven, a dry erase board. 
say no more, you must have what we call a communication board or aka your command center might have more than your communication board on it, which is a dry erase board of some sort. Ours has been this like, it just basically looks like a big picture frame. It's glass and it has like this like map behind it. It was something I got forever ago and we just have had it hanging on the wall and we've used it. It's not massive. Start out with something small. You can always get something bigger. It just can be super plain, but you're definitely going to want a dry erase board for all of the communicating. Number eight, a small file box. We're going all over the place here. I'm talking like actual things. When I was writing out like what the 12 things were, I had so many like different electronic stuff, like little things that maybe weren't so tangible, but I'm talking about like actual things to have in your house. And this file box is so important. We have two of them, but we really could phase down to one. And I think, uh, it really started out as Blaine had one and I had one, but we've been married long enough now to where we could start combining stuff. We just don't use it that often because we're a pretty paperless family, which I definitely encourage. And when you get this small file box, and if you're like, what is that? It's literally like a file cabinet, but it's just in a box. And you know, it has those two holes in the side where you can pick it up and it has like the lid that pops off and on. And then it has the metal, um, sides and the folders that have the metal hangers on them. You can buy super cute ones. Uh, Target has beautiful file boxes with the cutest hanging file folders I've ever seen in my life. That's a really, really fun place to go get one. And if you don't need the whole box, then you can just get the like accordion folder that opens up. But those things, I would just suggest getting the file box. They're really not that pricey and they have done us wonders for keeping ourselves organized with the papers that we really do truly want to keep. Okay. Number nine is purse dividers. This one's my favorite. Once I figured out this hack and like how to organize my purse, it's just been such a game changer ever since. I'm constantly going between my gym bag my work bag where I travel back and forth to my co-working space and then like my like oh hi I'm going out on a date or I'm going out to dinner or I'm going to church or wherever it is that I'm going and I like want to put my things in that bag (laughs) that's that bag right I just and then sometimes it's like oh we're gonna go like out and about or I'm going on a field trip and I still want some of those things. So what I ended up doing is getting purse dividers and there's, there's fancy ones. There's like, you can actually buy purse dividers. You can go on Amazon and look for them. They're pretty cool. But what I've done is I just have two very specific zippered bags, mm, three, sorry, three very, very separate bags. And instead of everything just being in my purse and in individual pockets, I just have these three you know, one of them's a bigger makeup bag size. One of them's more like a pencil bag size and the other one's pretty small. And it just depends on what you have. And then those three, I just pull them out and then I pop them in whatever bag I'm going in and out of. So one of them is for my personal stuff. The other one is for my kids. So there's, there's a couple snacks in there, like little snacks. I got older kids. They can make it a half hour now. (laughs) (laughs) or an hour, mainly a half hour if we really needed to, right? Um, And then there's like this little teeny tiny coloring book pad and some pencils and some markers. So if we ever get into a pickle and the kids have to wait and be patient and we're out and about, I have something to give them on hand. 
um, because again, my kids don't get access to my phone or any electronic devices when we're outside of the house. And I need to be able to have something to like keep them from being super bored and to give me an opportunity to deal with whatever it is that I'm dealing with. And then the third one is my little work bag. And so it has my AirPods in it and it has, um, a couple other things that I need to access my, um, co-working space that has my pins in it it has a little like cloth that I wipe my phone and my computer screen with obviously my personal bag has all the chapstick and the oils and the like literally everything and that one's like the biggest one that goes back and forth in all my bags and it's just made it so much easier okay we have three left and I'm really excited to share this next one with you number 10 on the list is a simple office desk. And I say this because we're talking about work from home moms right now and how to keep yourself super organized at home. I have found the bigger and more compartments in your desk, the more complicated, overwhelming, and less creative and efficient you will be. So my desk has no drawers, one little teeny tiny drawer in um, an end table right next to me. And my new office desk has just one little drawer. So basically the exact same concept and that is it. It's enough to put my pens in there if I really needed it. And like literally there's nothing else in there. There really doesn't need to be a whole lot in there. Maybe a highlighter, maybe a pencil, um, and maybe a notepad if you really want a notepad. But I choose to get really pretty notepads that I can feature and set out on a shelf So you're definitely going to want to simplify that office space that you got going on over there. Number 11 is a cleaning caddy. You have to have your cleaning supplies all organized inside of a caddy, which I've shared many times here on the podcast, but it is definitely one that I cannot live without. And last, but certainly not least, (laughs) I threw three in here for one. Uh, I put down buckets, bins, and baskets, which is so funny because it's all basically the same thing. They are containers, but for me, I feel like you really want these to be something that's fun for you that, you know, like you go into Hobby Lobby, you go into Target, and even Walmart has great ones. And the dollar store too, actually, when you find something that like you feel drawn to, you're more likely going to use it and and want to organize your home and want to pick up those blankets and put them back in the basket. You're going to want to pick up those toys and put them back in that bin if it's something that brings you joy. And so just make sure that as you're going through this and you're looking at all of the different things you can put in your home to make it more organized, that you care about those kinds of details. Something that makes me really encouraged as I am... (laughs) picking up behind people all day, every day, and including myself and trying to keep myself organized is what do these things look like and how do they make me feel is I know it's just a basket, right? As simple as that may seem, but it's something that has helped me and makes me really excited to keep myself organized when at times it can feel like a losing battle and it's really not. I promise you I do have days where I too feel like it is a losing battle to keep up with all of the things that are everywhere, but I know 
and I just have a short conversation with myself on what system is broken and what do I need to do to do to get back into the swing of this system what do I need to reset what do I need to change what bin do I need to move what tidy cue do I need to stop ignoring or which one do I need to change to a different part of the day and it really can be that enjoyable and that simple for you too I hope you find this list of 12 simple things Uh, something that you can go and tackle in your own home. I look forward to meeting you back here real soon for number 300, the 300th episode coming your way real soon, right here on the Systemize Your Life podcast. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other? and ourselves. I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.